Welcome to episode 62 of the Mayberry Devotional entitled, Patience, Love Wins Out in the End. Today I'll be looking at season 2, episode 27 of the Andy Griffith Show, Threes Are Crowd. I'll also be looking at scripture from Genesis chapter 29, verse 20. Today's episode starts off with Mary, the county nurse, stopping by the courthouse and asking about how some of the roads are, as she has to do some traveling. Andy ends up making a date with Mary to come to her house, and Barney ends up inviting himself and Thelma Lou over for the evening. That evening, we see everyone having fun, especially Barney, who's brought over his bongo drums. As Barney and Thelma Lou leave, Barney acts surprised when he finds out that Andy isn't leaving, but he prefers to stay with Mary. As Andy is trying to spend some time with Mary and take advantage of the romantic setting, Barney comes back to visit, since he has nothing else to do for the evening. The next day at the courthouse, Andy is on the phone with Mary, quietly arranging for a date between the two of them for the evening, when Barney comes in, and again he invites himself and Thelma Lou over. Andy quickly reminds Barney of his plans to rearrange the files of the courthouse, to which Barney is disappointed. Later at Mary's, we see Andy singing for Mary, and he tries to show her how to play the guitar. While doing this, he decides to move in and get a little bit closer while showing her the guitar. Then, Barney ends up making a series of phone calls to try to find a letter from Raleigh. After the failed guitar lesson, Mary brings in some coffee to the living room, and about the time they're about to get comfortable, Barney comes barging in with the news that he's found the missing letter. The next day at the courthouse, Andy tells Barney how Barney's been spending a lot of time with him and Mary, and Andy tells Barney how he wants to spend some time alone. Of course, Barney misinterprets this, and, well, he thinks that Andy wants to spend time with, with him instead of Mary. Andy tries to explain that it's time alone with Mary that Andy wants, not Barney. This time, Barney misinterprets it again, and he thinks that Andy's going to propose to Mary. He goes on to tell Thelma Lou and Aunt B. The next couple of scenes show Thelma Lou, Aunt B, and Barney all approaching Andy and walking away crying tears of joy, which really confuses Andy completely. That evening, we see that Andy finally has his romantic, quiet evening with Mary. After they finish eating, they have some coffee while on the couch, and while over at Andy's house, Barney's planning a big surprise for Andy and Mary for, for their engagement. After a while of sitting around the fire, Mary and Andy decide to take a drive in Mary's convertible to look at the moon. As the parade of partygoers, led by Barney, appear at Mary's house and enter, they find no one there, but they do find evidence that they had been there. As Andy and Mary are sitting in her car in the woods enjoying the evening, Andy starts to take advantage of this quiet evening and he goes in to give Mary a kiss when something is heard approaching the car. Barney and the entire engagement party have found Andy and Mary and start in on their regular celebration. The epilogue shows a regular picnic occurring just in front of Mary's car with food and music and people celebrating and it appears that people are just oblivious to the fact that Mary and Andy are there. Since no one appears to be paying attention to them, Andy is finally able to give Mary the kiss that has been a long time coming. The scripture I want to use today comes from Genesis chapter 29, verse 20. So Jacob served seven years to get Rachel, but they seemed like only a few days because of his love for her. In the previous chapter of Genesis, we see where Jacob is told to go to Pandanaram to seek a wife. When he got close, he was in a field. He saw a young shepherdess there named Rachel. It was classic love at first sight. When he got back to meet her father, he announced his love for her, and then he wanted to marry her. Her father Laban agreed, but only after Jacob served him for seven years. 
After the seven years were up, Laban tricked Jacob and had him marry Leah, the older sister, first. After Jacob realized what happened, he confronted Laban, who told him that the older daughter had to be married first, meaning Leah. He could have Rachel's hand in marriage, but only after agreeing to serve Laban for another seven years. He agreed, married Rachel, his true love, and then served Laban for another seven years. Now, we can all agree that what Laban done was wrong, and Jacob could have probably left and gone back home, and nobody would fault him. But Jacob loved Rachel, and he had the patience to wait for the one that he loved. And while Jacob did love Rachel more, he still showed love to Leah as she bore him three sons. Now, fast forward approximately 3,800 years, and we see Andy trying to spend time alone with Mary, the county nurse. While trying to make plans, Barney interferes and invites himself and Thelma Lou over to visit. Later, we see Barney as he comes over and interferes again with Andy trying to spend time with Mary. Up until this time, Andy's shown patience because I think he doesn't want to become angry in front of Mary. After Barney tries again to horn in on Andy's evening with Mary, Andy reminds him of the project he was going to work on at the courthouse. And again, we see Barney calling several times and interfering with Andy's date with Mary. While Andy appears to lose some of his patience at this time, he holds it together, well, better than what I would have. Finally, Andy has a sit-down, heart-to-heart talk with Barney and explains how he wants to spend time with Mary alone. Again, Andy shows patience, and in the end, it appears that he's going to get that alone time with Mary. Of course, we know what happens. Barney takes it too far, thinks it's an engagement, and interrupts the young couple's plans. How much patience do we have? Could you wait for seven years for something? I'm lucky if I can wait seven minutes for something. I remember hearing a comedian talking about the fact that we have no patience. We used to make rice, and then we switched to minute rice because we couldn't wait. Then we switched to instant minute rice because we didn't have enough patience for just plain minute rice. Then someone come along and invented microwavable instant minute rice. You know, when you microwave something, does anybody else stand there with their hand on the door just waiting for that timer to hit zero? Oh, come on. Am I the only one here? You know, I think we all want more patience, but the thing is we want it as quick as we can get it. Many times, having patience leads to wonderful end results. Think about a garden. You plant small seeds of corn, and for the first few days, you patiently watch and wait and wonder if how much of it will take. Then, as the stalks break through the ground, you sit back and you patiently wait for them to grow while making sure they have enough water and the right amount of fertilizer. As the corn starts to come up on the stalks, you patiently watch to make sure that nothing eats the corn. Then you try to have enough patience to wait for the corn to fully ripen before you pull it off the stalk. Then when it's fully ripe, you pull that ear off, you shuck it, you put it in a pot to boil, and then you slather it with butter. You'll find that your patience has finally paid off for that beautiful ear of corn. Jacob showed patience for a woman that he loved, and in the end, love won out. In the end, we see that Andy's patience does win out, because everybody is too busy celebrating, and no one seems to notice Andy and Mary. And so we see that Andy's patience wins out in the end, at least for a short period of time, And love wins out in the end. Maybe we've had to wait for something precious in our life. Something that we've loved. Maybe the corn on the cob illustration wasn't the best, but maybe it's a sign that I need to eat before I type up these devotionals. But in the end, I think you get the picture. It's been said that patience is a virtue, and I think it is. But I want to go further in saying that having patience can lead to wonderful things. Try to think about something in your life where love won out in the end because you had patience. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Mayberry Devotional. 
If you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast, leave me a rating or a comment. I'd appreciate it. I hope you'll join me next week as we'll look at episode 28, The Bookie Barber. And until then, thanks for listening.